Welcome back to another episode of the Whatever Podcast. This is Chris. I am joined with Preston. Connor is Hello. under the weather today, so he yes. is not going to be with us. We uh, hope he gets well soon. Doing some breathing treatments right now, which doesn't sound like yeah. fun, but no. he's like on... Couldn't make it through a podcast, that's for sure. Yeah, he's like on the... Uh, so his job, he's on the phone a lot, having to talk a lot. So it's like misery for him. So we were like, yeah, <laughs> I think we got this one covered. So Connor's getting a, yeah. a break on the old lungs and vocal cords after talking sick all day over the phone. So no Connor with us, but uh, yeah. So we're going to kind of take this off in um, a little bit a different of a direction than planned, different direction than what we planned. Cause we want to get Connor back on the episode that we were going to cover. Um, so look forward to that. Uh, I think that'll be cool. And we definitely want to get Connor's perspective, but you get to uh, enjoy a conversation with Preston and I about art. The arts. Yeah. So this, I don't know where we'll go with this, but um, what got you into art? And you can you even remember back when you first? Absolutely. Got into it. All right. I'm curious to know the story. All right. So uh, funny enough, I do have my oldest, um, my oldest notebook that I've ever drawn, drawn in. Mom's kept it and it's still at her house, but <laughs> I think it was from when I was like five or six years old and I was drawing Ninja Turtles and penguins and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, I, basically, it's just kind of been a part of me my whole life. So I can't really pinpoint one specific area or memory that kind of sparked it. But I do know one thing that kind of geared me into a art direction that you are involved in. Okay. So one thing that I always used to just love looking at was your old sketchbooks all the time at Mammal's house. Oh, I would. Yeah. Cause you would have such cool things that I wouldn't have seen from like my mom or anyone else. Like I knew like yeah. you had like really cool designs of like skulls with fire and like oh, yeah. motorcycle <laughs> designs, stuff like that. And I was just like, Oh, this is cool. This is new. Yeah. And so I would take your notebook and just like redraw everything that you would have done nice. on it. Yeah. I, I kind of with you, like I don't, rem I've always enjoyed art. Now you ended up, um, I guess one thing, so this kind of runs in the family genes apparently, um, because so your, your mom, my sister, she's a, an art teacher. My mm -hmm. mom kind of has an artsy touch. It's kind of in design and in, I don't know, creativity, I, I guess, yeah. and is good in the kind of arts and crafts sides of things. Um, but I, I think she can draw too. Cause like, um, I've seen the that my mom's side of the family owns a yeah, monument business. Yeah, the monument shop stuff yeah. that she draws. Yeah, it's good. So, yeah, so like <laughs> she'll draw headstones and draw like people will sit there and tell her what they're wanting to see it. So she'll have to draw this out so that they can put it put it in design and then sandblast it and then um, have your headstone that that you wanted that uh, you just kind of created while she sketched away on stuff. So I do know, uh, she has some of that too. Uh, my brother as well was 
very, a very good artist. He passed away at 16. Um, but I, I was the same way. Like I, I would see, I would see his sketchbooks, like you say, and he's actually, if you go, uh, I've never seen any of, why doesn't anyone? Oh my gosh. This? Are you kidding? I me? never knew Randy drew. Oh no my gosh. Oh my gosh. He was excellent at, uh, um, why did anyone say anything? <laughs> oh, you've learned it here on the podcast, I guess. So he would, so when I was a little kid, um, so I was two when he passed away and, uh, he would have, like, he was all into cars and same thing. He, so my uncle like raced, uh, drag, drag cars and he would draw these cars like, uh, hunt racing and he would have these characters, uh, that you kind of seen in racing magazines and like. He would have characters of the Flintstones, and I I would see these sketchbooks. Um, and obviously, he he had passed away at the time, and I was a little bit older. And these were saved by my parents, so I would go in and uh, kind of get into their closet where these were stored at, and pull these out and look at them. And I was just amazed at his artistic ability, because uh, like, like I say, he was only sixteen when he uh, got killed in a car wreck. And to have that ability at such a young age was very impressive. Like you would see, actually, if you go and look on his headstone, um, the monument, did he draw that? He drew that. So yeah, there's two, there's two, uh, drawings that he drew that's on the back of, of that monument that were from him and his signature as well on the back of it. So those were both hand drawn (laughs) by him. And it, I know those, uh, those are still saved. You need to check them out when you see them or when you're over at my mom sometime to see yeah, how good, to, like how good he was me for uh, whenever we get together for like Christmas or Thanksgiving or something. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I can't believe you didn't know that, but yes, he was very good. Um, and then, so like I say, your mom is an art teacher. Um, very, very good artistic ability. Went to school for it. Same with you. You went to school and kind of continued, uh, that art I did in a different way, a little bit. We've talked about this on previous episodes, but mm-hmm. did more of like the painting of vehicles and, uh, uh, spray paint guns with, uh, air compressors and things like that. So I didn't really go into it. The, uh, kind of graphic design side of things. It was more in the, uh, automotive custom painting side of things. So that was a little different. And then I went on to different paths and what I do for work now. Uh, But I do Mm -hmm. remember um, one of the guidance counselors in school, he said, never uh, or 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 never quit, quit uh, using your artistic ability, something like that. So it always stuck with me. And um, so same thing, I from an early age, I was like, just it was just like, Oh, these are great. So I, I started kind of drawing and doing things and I don't know. I just don't remember like the, I can't pinpoint to that first like time. It was like, Oh, I'm, I really enjoy this. It just seems like it was always there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I just don't remember a time that I wasn't doing it. <laughs> it the crazy thing is to see. So Caden, too kind of carries that both both my kids are pretty artistic Isabel as well um it seems like Caden has been that way too where 
He, oh yeah, he, you showed me some of your uh, his drawings that he did. Yeah, of, like uh, he'll, characters that he's made. He'll pick. It's really good. Yeah, from a very early age, he was always interested in just picking up a pencil and and trying to recreate the things that he's seen. And Isabel the same way, and kind of like the journaling side of things. Like she'll draw a lot of stuff. Mm. So it just seems like it's something that is wired in your brain that kind of piques your interest and the way your brain kind of functions. Um, gives you that ability to recreate the things that you see and sometimes recreate them in new and different ways or create things from scratch that you kind of just have mm -hmm. within you, which I know you've done a lot of that, um, that you've kind of expanded from pencil and paper to a lot of the technologies that are available now to um, iPad and yeah. uh, Apple Pencil and stuff like that, that you've created these kind of artistic masterpieces on a tablet <laughs> yeah yeah most i yeah i think the uh sadly i don't think i've done any of that on my ipad this year <laughs> yeah yep. the, the last big thing i did was from ml and papal yeah and we've talked about that too a little bit with the uh kind of picture in front of the old theater that my dad worked at um gosh mm -hmm. that his dad his dad ran my grandpa ran um, so yeah, that was very neat. And that took you a, a long time to complete because of all the detail that was associated. Yeah. With it. You want to know when that started? <laughs> it was years in the making, right? Cause you started yeah, it from, um, from actual paper and then kind of. Yeah. I got halfway through on the canvas. I started this. In 2017, when I first moved to my apartment in Bloomington, I had the idea. And it was before that when I started it because Pablo was telling me about the theater and stuff. And uh, me and Cheyenne would always walk past it whenever we were um, like uh, yeah, early yeah. on in our dating. Yeah. And, uh, and I would pass it all the time. And then I was just like thinking, huh, I kind of want to do a painting of it and give it to my mom and Pablo for like a Christmas present or something. And so yeah. I started taking pictures of it during the, like during the day. And then I went back and like parked the car, like my, my car in front of it at night oh, yeah. to like cool. kind of get that, like an actual perspective of it. And then I went to work on actually doing oil and canvas <laughs> whenever I moved to the apartment in Bloomington. Well, flash, flash forward that year, I'm halfway done with it, just working on it off and on. And, um, something happens to it before this, um, a few months before we leave for Florida um, all together as a family for Christmas and something happened to it overnight. Like either the dogs hit something, knocked it over. Someone knocked it over while I was gone or just something. Mm. It was knocked over and it had a hole in it. Oh <laughs> man. And it, I was just devastated. Oh, I bet all that work. <laughs> and then, so I, I did not want to look at it. Didn't want to touch it. Didn't want to think about it for probably six months or so until I decided to just take a picture of it and edit it in Photoshop and then put it onto my iPad and then restart from there. So kind of like, it's kind of almost digital and not digital. Yeah. It's very, a very unique piece of art. That's for sure. Um, and I know when you had given it to gifted it to him, um, yeah, it was just, you could tell the, Memories it brought back for both of them. That, that was very cool. <laughs> so yeah. how 
so you went into um, kind of career-wise. I know you did a lot of projects in school uh, mm-hmm. as you were working on your degree. Then you got into kind of the graphic design side of things for advertising and uh, got with the company mm-hmm. and did a lot of creative things there. So how long has it been since you've because you said you haven't done anything on the iPad have you been working on anything else artistically or have you just kind of taken a break right now yeah uh, sadly to say working and having flora and stuff I haven't really touched like I I do draw a lot but actually taking the time to start a project mm-hmm. is very few and far in between yeah like doing like a personal project like that um but other than that i still do a lot of things um for like um so like right now i'm working on a actually like this girl that i used to go to uh high school with she's wants me to draw or do a painting a digital painting of her mom and her uh her grandpa uh, dancing together he passed away a couple years ago and he wants she wants to give her that memory and so that's kind of something i've been working on hopefully give her here soonish nice and just doing other things off and on that kind of thing and i still do um still do some graphic design stuff for people off and on um trying to hopefully get into doing it more of a full-time gig sometime in the near future (laughs) Yeah, so but, you do some, yeah, so you've started your own uh, side hustle there, side business uh, through Incline Design, right? Mm-hmm. So you've done, you kind of do a lot of, of that through that business. Um, how do you see, I guess, what all services do you provide um, if people were interested in uh, checking out your company? Um is there is it a wide variety of things that they can have you do for them, uh, be it for business or just for like uh, this art art request of kind of a a portrait, I would say. Um, yeah. But also like business cards and uh, mm-hmm. advertisement or flyers, things like that. Yeah, I'd do it all. Yeah. Um, like literally, just do it all. Like uh, I. One thing that I really like loved like getting out of uh school was photography. Oh yeah. That was something I never was into until I went to college and that like sparked a huge thing with me with uh photography and videography. And I brought that into the company I worked for right after college. Um yeah, I'm a mechanic working for them as a personal graphic designer. And yeah, doing literally everything for them, whether it was designing a like a packaging for a product that they were reselling, mm-hmm. or doing like uh, just advertisements and um, pro like uh, like in house like uh, um, like managing videos and uh, company like employee videos and all that stuff. Yeah. So. So go ahead on the, um, well, on the, uh, photography video side too, you've kind of recently, I know, uh, your wedding photos, you did a lot of editing with, but also Mm -hmm. for Ryan, 
uh, his wedding, Ryan and Maria's wedding, you did yep. uh, you did a lot of photos, but also you kind of cut together a lot of video that you had taken during that. Is that project mm. complete? It is actually almost complete. I'm okay. hopefully gonna finish it tonight. Oh, nice! So it's I can't wait to see it. I know uh, yeah, you'd uh, shown a little snippet of when you first started on it, and it looked it looked great. Yeah, it's uh it it's pretty much all done. Like everything I have, I have clipped everything together, cut out everything I needed to cut out, cut out all the audio that I need to cut out, boost audio. All the tedious stuff is done and everything is in sequence. So all I have to do now is just decide whether I want to keep everything as is and whether or not I'm going to put music in certain places. Okay. Because uh, I'm going to do two cuts of it. I'm finishing up the long cut, which is uh, probably going to end up being like 15 minutes long, which includes the entire um, ceremony and um, both both uh, speeches at the uh, dinner. Cool. And then for a quick cut, I'm going to do just like what I want to do with like a, something I can post on like social media and something I can use for uh, showing people what I can do for them. And it's not like too personal, you know? Yeah. Gotcha. So where do you see, uh, what, what do you see your future in the artistic abilities? Where do you want to see that grow? So one thing that I've kind of discovered about myself, it's like after getting done with graphic design, I had a huge appreciation for it that I did not have going into it Mm because when I went into school, I had no idea what it was. And I was just doing it because people told me that's the only way to make money as like wanting to be an artist. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, whatever, fine. I guess I'll just do this. And, uh, got into it i really started to love it and uh, my teacher um ended up wanting me to like uh like I'm not, I'm not trying to like be braggadocious but he just said it's like one of the best students that he's had in quite some time which like kind of sparked feeling like really feeling good about it mm-hmm. and being a lot more confident with like doing stuff with actual like companies and stuff like that cool. and after doing it for two years and like doing it on my own, I kind of, like, I, I really enjoyed doing it, but doing it as like a full-time gig, I don't think I really want to do it, to yeah. be honest. I, after doing like video, like uh, Ryan's wedding and being a part of our own and editing those fixtures, I found a spark that I haven't found in quite some time that I'm working on pursuing now. Cool. So hopefully I can see something more of like just doing photography and videography in the future. I think that's going to be my next chapter with artistic things. Nice. Well, I would say um, branch out into those areas as much as you can. So if people are interested in reaching out to you to uh, um, have you kind of do some of that uh, work for them is that something that you're able to do right now or is this something that's out in the future a little bit oh yeah i definitely can take on any project anyone has i believe anyway <laughs> cool. 
Cool. I know you've done a lot of uh, with the podcast here. I know you you're the man behind the designs and uh, some of the new artwork. Yeah. Oh that yeah. What did you think of the What did you think about the uh... the newsletter? Yeah, I think it's great. I think um, we don't have that out there yet, um, but it's definitely something I think you, the listeners, will uh, really appreciate and kind of just see what's on uh, for the yeah for the weeks and months uh, ahead of us, and just a little bit of fun facts that are sprinkled in on that as well. Uh, I think (laughs) yeah, I think it's a good approach and something that. Um, if we can get a newsletter out to, to the listeners, it's just another added value for, um, for all the listeners mm-hmm. out there. Uh, but definitely we're trying to bring a different flavor of a lot of different things, um, which is why we've dropped a few different feeds under whatever media, just to give a variety of things. Not And, and I think um, we've talked a lot about video. I know uh, you and Connor's done a lot of work around that. I know with his mm-hmm. uh, kind of spin off with um, yeah, double take. Uh, yeah, that's it's, one thing I wanted to talk to you about. Um, that's like the biggest thing I think we're going to be doing moving forward. Oh yeah, is uh, doing a re- uh, actual record. Like what I plan on doing is, I want you to get a comfortable setup that you like to see yourself recorded as, and you'll just record it and not, we won't, we won't do it with discord because it Mm -hmm. takes way too much bandwidth away from the audio. Yeah. And so you'll record it individually. I'll record it individually and Connor will record it individually and I'll do Connor will do the, uh, do the audio technicalities, get the uh, audio posted. And that way all the audio listeners will get that first. And then maybe like a day or two after that, after I get everything, um, uh, put together we'll have video on youtube yeah i and you so you kind of <laughs> stitch all that together um i know you've got the tools and techniques to make that happen um so when you pull all that video from all these different files we uh <laughs> send to you it's it's basically seamless like we all recorded uh, yeah. <laughs> during the same time with the same cameras in the same room in essence yeah. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a big, like, kicking off point to the podcast that we haven't seen in a while. Yeah. I think it's going yeah. to be a and good we, addition. We did uh, a couple episodes back when we did kind of just the behind the scenes discussion of kind of things to look for, ideas that we were just tossing around. Yeah. I think if you haven't checked that one out, go back and, and take a listen to that episode because it definitely gives mm-hmm. the, um, kind of a peek behind the curtain for us as we make these podcasts, but definitely you and Connor and kind of the vision of the whatever podcast and some of the unique things that will take some time. uh, But definitely as we continue to roll episodes out, grow this uh, media company, whatever media company, um, those, those types of things will be coming your way. Uh, for the listenership out there. So continue to uh, look for those. Definitely subscribe so that as those things do roll out, you guys get them as soon as, yeah, as soon as they get uploaded. So, yeah, I think that was cool. I think uh, the newsletter going back to it was, um, is definitely a, a unique thing that I think is a good thing to get out there. Um, but yeah, the artwork that 
uh, you've been doing for whatever um, whatever podcasts as well as the um, the show that I have, Electric Entertainment. No, that was you probably did, one of my favorite things that I've designed in a while. You did the uh, artwork for it and looks very fitting for that show. Um, and mm -hmm. shout out to Connor too for the music that uh, that I use for the intro. I, both of those things you guys did awesome at. And it, it's really what makes it too. I mean, when you see it in whatever place you get your podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, really pops when you see um, the whatever podcast uh, artwork as well as uh, electric entertainment. I, yeah, I think yeah. those are, those are very neat. And I know you kind of do updates. So coming up soon for when the new season rolls out, yeah. you better be on the lookout for some new artwork to hit as well. Right. Yeah. So here, I'm going to send you what uh, this picture just is going to encompass. Um, like all the design elements that I'm going to uh, go with like moving forward here. I'm going to drop it to you real quick. All right. Uh, yeah. The, uh, general here. Listeners will get my initial reaction to everything that's, Ooh, yeah, that's going to, that is I'm very cool. So kind of, yeah. Neon lights, endless. I would describe it as endless, a hall of endless neon lights and very, um, a lot of very cool colors, I would say. Yeah, that's kind of the the kind of the feel I'm gonna go with for the next uh, season elements of how everything looks. Nice. Now the astronaut. Give me the story Astronauts. of the astronaut. Because <laughs> the astronaut's got to um, stick around, right? Yeah, yeah. The astronaut's never never going away. Um, it's kind of become just a staple of the whatever podcast. Um, so the idea behind it is that whenever me and Connor were first like tossing around this idea of a podcast, we were first we decided on the name because <laughs> we just probably spent a week thinking about names, and we were like, I, yeah, I, "I don't, I don't, I don't know," because we. We're going to be talking about all kinds of different stuff because that's just who we are. Yeah. And decided on, well, it's just called the Whatever Podcast and we'll figure it out later. And it's just stuck. Nice. And here so you far. are today. Yeah. Like over a year later. Wild. So, yeah. I was sitting after we thought of the name, Connor uh, gave me a little bit to think about what we want the artwork to be. And funny enough, the first season artwork didn't take time at all because I was working at FedEx at the time and only had us and a new baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> Didn't have and time. So that, no, that one took me probably like 10 minutes to dish out. <laughs> but, um, I always knew like whenever we were talking about the podcast and encompassing the name of some, like something that we could talk about more was, um, just kind of like how, like my thing is, like this, like a, you're a space cadet, like always thinking of other things and like um, kind of just the astronaut just kind of felt to me like it encompassed like just talking about whatever you want, not being held down. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah, it's kind of just what the gist is of yeah. why I 
pick the astronaut. I like it. You gotta you gotta keep it. It's gotta stick with. Uh, I think it would be excellent with this color scheme and uh, the kind of neon approach you're thinking there. But yeah, we're we're definitely all astronauts floating on this big rock too. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think I, I like it. I think it works. Um, yeah. So what else as we're kind of coming up on towards the end of this podcast what are some what are some other things about art that you just want to get out there i don't know what's your favorite what's your favorite style of art you know what what, what pleases your eye the most i you know i um a few i i i would say a few different things so I know when I was young and even recently I was able to catch a documentary on uh, Bob Ross Mm -hmm. and I know he's like a big kind of cult icon now. Um, But I remember when I was young, the, that would be on uh, TV as well as like Mr. Rogers Mm. uh, and I guess with with Bob Ross, it was just very calming, not just in his approach to painting, but even the paintings that he did. It kind of made you feel like you could just breathe in that scenery. So I really like those. But I, I would say uh, when I was in school, uh, what was his name? Jackson Pollock. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of splattered paint everywhere. And it was like, yeah. why what's so special about this but it was like as you kind of learn about the guy and i mean that was him it was like him coming out of himself onto this canvas and it was just like chaotic at times Um, yeah i think the more you study his work and like watching um watching some just like uh old like like video and processes that he took to it I think it's a lot more than just the splattering and i think there was a lot of thought behind collar and how he wanted the expression of the paintbrush to come out onto the canvas you know what i'm saying yeah oh yeah for definitely i mean if it was just the splattering of paint that would be anybody and i know people say that mm-hmm. it's like but that's i remember watching uh when i was in high school in art class because i never took foreign languages all i ever did was take mm-hmm. as many art classes as i could and um, I, I remember watching a documentary on him too. And it was, it was like, yeah, man, that is, that is very unique, very creative. Um, so, you know, I can like, kind of, how does your brain work? Yeah. I can kind of, <laughs> like what's going on up there? Yeah. But I can kind of, I gravitate towards that because it's like, yeah, yeah I kind of get that. It's just like, sometimes it's, like it's chaotic. Like seeing emotion. But yeah, chaotic emotional but all kind of ties together in color scheme and yeah i i I think that was great um i i've got some uh these are prints obviously but a lot of like uh i got a couple presidents that are behind me and i'm just amazed at times of the realistic uh paintings of like hundreds of year old paintings that are just look so crisp like they were painted today and are painted to perfection. 
I, mm-hmm. I'm just amazed at times when you go through like museums and, and take a look at that. And then you, I went to uh, D.C. and kind of the Hall of Presidents where all these portraits are, are uh, just right there for you to, the originals are right there for you to look at. And it's like amazing the artistic ability and um, a lot of these portrait painters that I, I kind of, would just love to be able to do that, but how tedious yeah. and how um, particular and how realistic they can look. It's just not, I really enjoy uh, the artwork. It's not my thing because I could never do that, but I, <laughs> I very much appreciate the artistic ability there. Um, the other thing, like I've got some uh, prints of a, a young guy that does a lot of charcoal um, local guy that does a lot of charcoal drawings that, um, like I've got Elvis Presley, I got Princess Leia, um, That's cool. a couple other things that he had done as, uh, when he was in high school here at Sullivan and he ended up submitting a lot of these, getting, uh, a lot of awards for him. So I've got a couple of his prints that I just like just a simple charcoal drawing too. So I, I don't know if I can pinpoint it to one thing. Yeah. Preston, it's like I enjoy all of the artistic abilities and can gravitate towards really any Anything. of them because I appreciate them all so much. They're all unique. Um, and yeah, it's just hard to say what I, what would jump out the as being my favorite right now. Hmm. What's yours? <laughs> yeah i i can say i really i i don't have a particular favorite the one thing that i was just kind of thinking about and one thing that kind of sparked me into um painting which i haven't always been into painting i used to hate painting i hated it yeah I hated it <laughs> i was i was like drawing no, like it's all i'll ever need yeah yeah <laughs> And then I, uh, I got into, uh, um, went into college and, um, learned a lot and started painting class and doing oils really sparked uh, interest in me and doing all that stuff was awesome. And it kind of got me into the, um, world of painting and now I can imagine not being into painting obviously but um I remember being in all like art history and just like learning about all the different types of art and being around all the artists at school who had like all of our teachers who had their own like favorites and we would always talk about their favorites and look that up and just like getting engrossed into this world and I remember after getting through all of like all of the classics of art and then finally getting into um, impressionism, that is the painting style and artwork era that just speaks to me the most. It's like my, my favorite artists and favorite pieces are all from the impressionist era. Nice. So what's your favorite piece? That's a hard one. Mm. I see the one like the thing about like I don't think I have a favorite piece it's just 
the impressionist style. Okay. It's like, you can see if you just look up, um, it's like impressionism. Yeah. It's just the beauty of taking color and making the world funner or see it in a different light that no one has ever like thought to bring before. And like, it's, it got me thinking a lot of, um, like back when I was younger, I, the final goal was to be like ultra hyper realistic drawing, like the most realistic thing that I could possibly do. And after seeing this and like when I got to this and started engrossing myself into this like era of art, mm-hmm. it really made me start shifting. And then I started learning about Pablo Picasso more. One thing that no one ever really talks about, he was an insanely good painter like realistic and like from a young age from like when he was like 16 he could draw hyper realistic stuff and paint really hyper realistic stuff and then his later age started switching to not doing that anymore and i it kind of really imprinted on me as an artist that like yeah there like you can get to this goal of being hyper realistic and doing that but like what's the point when you could just take a photo hmm. yeah where is your where is your creative eye and like that's where really shifted my thought on art and not being kind of like a pretentious person like how well can you draw yeah but at the time you couldn't just take a photo of yeah. like a lot of the like these super realistic uh i mean these were portraits of people yeah you had to hire somebody to paint your portrait mm-hmm. to have one of yourself that um gosh it would be around forever mm-hmm. i i would uh yeah i would kind of lean with you a little bit on the creative side of it though now that we do have the uh i mean everybody has yeah i mean that's not to knock now, it on. right like, I ha- yeah. yeah yeah but i mean I had this kid yeah, go ahead. No, I, you go ahead. You got a thought. I was going to go in a different direction before I go there. Uh, yeah. You finish. I was just going to say, like, it, it's no, like, a slice on, like, people who can do hyper-realistic stuff. I had a kid in my class who was actually from Sullivan. Um, he could do hyper-realism, and it was really impressive. Nice. I So one of my favorite paintings, I would say um, – is realistic uh but creative uh, because it it uh kind of takes the image that you would would think uh that you read from scripture in the creation of adam uh that michelangelo took and placed on the sistine chapel with the creation of adam and that painting mm-hmm. i ha- actually had um god and adam's fingers uh nearly touching hanging on my wall for a long time i actually still have it framed i just don't have it uh hung up right now but it's definitely one of my favorite um kind of realistic paintings um by a great michelangelo nice love that i think i can give you a favorite painting of mine all right um let me double check on the naming so people can um 
look it up if they so choose. Oh, where is it at? Um, now I'm thinking it might be a different person. Honest. Oh, nope. Yep, here we go. One of my uh, favorite painting is uh, Chop Suey by Edward Hopper. I don't know if I know that. Okay, let me see. Look it up. Edward Hopper. Yeah. All right, from 1929. Yep. Yes, I do. I know what you're talking about. Yes, that's a good one. Yeah, a lot of his stuff is my uh, one of my favorites. Uh, he did, yeah. That yeah, that's good. I like it. Yeah, I based a lot of my uh, um, anytime we had to do like a recreation or like a like take a different take on a, like a painting assignment in class. I was usually always going to pick something by him. <laughs> I think he, I think my favorite of his would be Nighthawks. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. That one's a classic. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Our... Like, I think what I love about his, um, I don't particularly like think I love like his brush style that he uses, but his positioning and composition is just so good and so satisfying. Like, I just, it's such an enjoyment to look at his paintings. Yeah, they are good. So, all right, let's wrap this up. Um, Talk about my kids. Flora, do you see the artistic ability shining through yet with Flora? So I do. She is constantly drawing on her walls. Nice. Well, that's. And she can already draw a full circle. And oh, cool. she thinks she's drawing things. Like she'll draw, like it, it kind of resembles it, but uh, she kind of like draws like a, like a thing and then she'll go duck. And I'll be like, oh, is that a duck? <laughs> And I'd be like, well, that's really good. Yeah, that's a good duck. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, so catching on at an early age, like we talked about at the start of this, it's like uh, just picking up a pencil and, and creating what's in your mind. So it sounds like she's got the touch, too, and will uh, improve the craft as she gets older. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I would say what my guidance counselor told me and probably told you too: um, never stop using the artistic abilities. So you can take a break at times, but always pick it back up and keep going. Whatever it is. That's right. Whatever it is. All right. Um, I think that's all I got, Preston. Anything from you? That's all I got. All right. That's all I got. Well, yeah, until next time when Connor's healthy and back, uh, we'll catch you in a week. And, um, yeah, keep being artistic. If you haven't tried painting, drawing, or whatever, pick up a brush, pick up a pencil. You might surprise yourself. I meet so many people that are like, I'm not good. Just do it. Yep. You never know until you just try. Just do it. Yep. And not everyone is, like, the greatest thing ever when they start out anything. Like, Like, when I tell someone... It's like I, I literally don't remember when I even started it. Like I, I, so like this is like twenty four years in the making. Like don't be hard on yourself. And it can just be for fun. Yeah, and a stress reliever too, right? We haven't even talked yeah, about that. It can definitely be a stress reliever. It is. Yeah, I know. Cheyenne has started painting too, and she's actually really good too. Yep. Just takes. I'm looking at a painting right now that she just started. Takes so, time. Like, takes again. practice. All right. Until next week, we'll see y'all. Catch you later.